The following is an Alathus Realty production. If you're interested in buying or selling your home, call 479-968-5668 or visit www.russellvilleliving.com. Needs no introduction, so I'll let him do that himself. He is the mayor of Dardanelle, Mr. Jimmy Witt. Jimmy, how are you, my friend? Drew, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on. You've had absolutely. You've had quite a bit to deal with in term number one, right? I mean, it's been busy. You got, you've had a busy couple of years. Kind of talk about navigating from where Dardanelle was when you came into office to where we are now. We had a lot going in going into the office. You know, I had a lot of a lot of things on the list that I wanted to change and redirect and uh, be more proactive, you should say. And that's kind of the key word that will follow throughout this whole uh, first two years. Uh, mainly infrastructure, business, uh, cleanup, improving our amenities, uh, that being parks and rec. Right. Uh, making it just even better you know we have, we're really really blessed with the uh, the job that the previous administration did, has done on uh, two areas of water and on the park and rec and i wanted to really make inroads and and just increase on that um, take what we have and make make it available through more options for people to have something to do, which we sure. did. Uh, we added disc golf you know we we added pickleball to the community center we we made it the community center available to the school anytime they need it. We have improved our walking trails. We improved our, our baseball softball fields. Now, if you go out to the park, it, it doesn't look anything like it used to. Uh-huh. Uh, so we wanted to make a lot of inroads. Housing, I was really wanting to focus on pushing um, new homes for, for families, not just rental property, but families. And so we we have done that. That's been accomplished. And then about this time in 2019, we had a little little hiccup. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a little what blood could have that through. been? <laughs> <laughs> and it occupied. You know, that ended up occupying a, a year. Uh, by the time you manage the disaster and you you go into the recovery time and and then the reconstruction time, in which we just finished up. Uh, so I guess it's actually been two years. Uh, finished in the last FEMA project, and then um, had a really good Christmas. You were there, I you was and there. Johnny emceed the uh, Christmas parade. It was great. Loved Largest it. one I think we've had in probably 20 years mm-hmm. or so. We had a lot of fun. Uh, out there. Had a had a great time. Huge Christmas tree lighting, uh, community morale and unity was at all time high, and um, and then we had a little thing called COVID show up, and, mm-hmm. and we are. Uh, Next week will this week, I guess now. This Thursday will be the last shot giving time for the city to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll move now from uh, the drive-throughs, uh, drive-through clinics to the individual pharmacies, the health department, Walmart, such forth. So um, we have done a good job. We felt like we needed to springboard um, our community ahead. 
sure. in the, in getting vaccinations in the arms of people that wanted it, and uh, we've done that. And our numbers, I think, reflect uh, where we're at with that. So yeah, it's been a little busy. You know, you talk about you talk about navigating through COVID. You talk about navigating through a 100-year flood in your first two years, and yet you also touched on the fact that there does seem to be something different in Dardanelle right now. Oh, Can gosh. you put your finger on that? You know, I think it's a sense of pride. You know, we we launched in the spring of 2019 a a a volunteer-based walk through the city and pick up trash. Mm -hmm huge success but what we were hoping and what we saw is that by us doing this and all these volunteers showed up in town people were coming out in their yards and they were starting to clean their yards up and um, all of a sudden you start seeing a lot of remodeling going on uh, dr gleason got really engaged and she's made a huge impact she's a darn old treasure oh absolutely and um, now we've got multiple people like her mm -hmm. um, I can say this from 2019 to today, I bet there's not three available pieces of property left in Darnell that hasn't been purchased for a new home. So we're now full, virtually. And wow. it's uh, Bill Higgeman and Eddie Rude and uh, several of the contractors from the local area have really got engaged in Darnell. And these are new homes. So new homes correlates into new families. They're going to stay there at build your community. That mean, that improves your schools. It grows your churches. Mm -hmm. Your retail trade goes up. Sales tax goes up. So it's a revolving dollar that from a homeowner paying sales tax. And then that money goes back into our, our coffers, which we put back into infrastructure and um, parks and rec and different things. So they will have something to enjoy in town. So it's, it's just a turning that dollar over and making sure you reinvest it in the right ways to make Dardanelle attractive. We're working on the um, last two years we've applied for an $8 million grant. One of the biggest projects, there are two projects left that I campaigned on that I have not finished. And that's one is a new hotel, which we're working on. And two is to redo what we call Union Street, which is when you come off the bridge, it's right. Highway 7. So we've applied for a grant the last two years. We really thought we'd get it last year. Feel very confident going into this year. We're going to widen Union Street. We're going to make take all the utilities and put them underground. There will be new sidewalks, a green space, bicycle path, and decorative lighting. So when wow. you come off the bridge, that first seven-tenths, of that road is going to be a pleasure to drive on instead of like it is at the current time. Right. Um, these are major things that that make Darnell. That's going to make Darnell the the final piece, in my opinion, make it so attractive. Um, you're looking at Mount Nebo when you come off that bridge, and then it looks. Like, my hopes is for it to look like a Hallmark shot. Right. When you come down through there, especially in the holidays at Christmas, with it lit up. In the spring, with flowers hanging from everything and uh, banners changing out for the seasons, and and just it's then it, there again, that's going to bleed over to making the property values higher. Mm -hmm. I think you'll see more new business coming in. Uh, we've had a lot. We've been very blessed with a lot of new business moving into Dardanelle. Uh, we got one one for sure right now. I'm really excited about. I cannot uh, talk about much, but. I will in the very, very near future. 
Um, but I'm very excited about it. It's something that's been needed in Dardanelle for a long time. And no, it's not a grocery store. Okay. That was I, the I next spent, question. <laughs> I, spent, I spent a full year contacting every grocery chain in the state of Arkansas um, to see if I could lure them to Dardanelle, Arkansas. And they just, they just don't want to come. It's a hard sell. But it's not going to be a hard sell, it seems like. I mean, the direction that, that, that Sand Lizard Nation seems to be moving towards seems to be a positive one. Yes. And I can't, I can't, I've got to interrupt our business talk for one thing. Sure. Congratulations to the Dardell Sand Lizards and Lady Lizards. Yes. Championship, conference champions, uh, both at the same time on mm -hmm. Saturday. I just want to say congratulations and... And I'm so proud of them. Well, if we're, if we're talking lizard talk real t real quick, there's two things we should cover here. First off, across the board, was a landmark year for Dardanelle sports. Was. Football, basketball, baseball, softball, everyone did well. And then we would be remiss in talking about the Sand Lizards without mentioning the retirement of the 2020 <laughs> Citizens of the Year. Kent Talent and Mark Thone. Those are two. If you're, folks, I, I can't, I can't explain it to you. If you, if you don't know Dardanelle, then there's very little. There's the, here's the most Dardanelle sentence I can think of, Mayor. Catfish Friday night, listening to Kent and Mark call the, the football game is about as Dardanelle as it gets. I'm telling you, they have they have done this for so long. They're going to be missed. They will. But we have two good guys coming in to take their place, and I'm really excited about that. They got two good guys and me. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Mark Thone and Kent Talon have done a great job, and, and I, you know, I wish them well. I thank them from the bottom of my heart for all they've done for the city of Dardanelle and, and all these years of broadcasting the San Lizard games and, and just adding the color, you know, sure. and knowing the families, and mm -hmm. that's big. When right. You, when you know the history of the town and the grandparents and the parents and the kids. And so I appreciate that. Well, you know, there's one thing about Dardanelle that a lot of people don't realize, or I guess don't think about. We have 28,000 cars a day on Union Street. Wow, I did not know that. It's a pinch point. If you're coming south, going north, or going north, coming south, it's a pinch point. Nowhere, no matter where you're coming from, unless you go to Scranton or Malton, you have to cross the river at Darnell, Arkansas. And so our volume of traffic rivals over here, Conway, Clarksville, you know, some of the larger towns around. And it's it's now that we're spreading that word and we're reaching out to these other businesses. They're shocked when I tell them, yeah, we have 28,000 cars a day on Union Street. Well, that fits into their criteria sure. of what they're looking for, for for volume of people. And so their word's kind of getting out and businesses are contacting us on a weekly basis and looking for property and I'm excited about the future. Well, we've talked about where we are, we've talked about where we've been, but you just said the magic word, the future. What does that look like? Well, you know, Dardanelle has always had a had a problem. We're surrounded by farmland on on the uh, south and southwest kind of um, towards the school, and then we had large landowners going west and north, mm -hmm. and so it's it's been a hard deal for for property to become available. Sure. Well, we've been working with some of the landowners going west, and we broke it down. I broke I broke it down into like a pie chart, using Liberty Road as our 
our farthest boundary. When I, when I was county judge and we redid all of that Liberty Road project, that's all on a section line and it connects four state highways. So we're gonna look at starting and going from the river to Highway 22 out to Liberty Road and try and annex that in the next two years. Wow. Now I know when you say annex, a lot of people get excited, but I've talked to the, most of the landowners around and we're gonna do it to where the major old landowners are gonna be protected under the, the new ordinances that we put in place. If, it, if they end up selling the property outside the family, then it, their grandfather's status would, would come off. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, property is such a commodity right now, and, and it's, oh, it's going to open it. this. And <laughs> homes, yeah. you know, we have a lot of starter homes in Dardanelle, Arkansas. Young families, uh, retired families, mm -hmm. single people. Uh, they're just perfect. But a lot of them are ready to move to that next level house you know, the 18 to 2200 square foot house. So we've got to open up some land somewhere for them to have a place to go. And so I feel like this will be our best move right off the bat and uh, start the process. It's going to be a long process, right? Um, but it's well worth it. It's back to the proactive. We have to be proactive, not reactive. And if we stay steady and, and do one project at a time, then we'll continue to grow. You know, we just completed a uh, a new $3 million sewer expansion on our wastewater plant, and it's to accommodate the growth. Now this year, we get past starting in the summer, we're gonna be working on our infrastructure as far as sewer lines, mm -hmm. in the, especially in the south end of town. Uh, we, we're redoing, we're gonna re-engineer and redo some of our uh, pump stations and make just make it more efficient. Uh, water lines, they've done a great job. And the city of Dardanelle has done a good job of securing water for the future. What the flood taught us in 2019, I don't, if a lot of people are, are not familiar with what that big round cylinder looking thing that sits on the river behind City Hall, that's a super well. And that super well produces two and a half million gallons a day of water. Hmm. Tyson's, for instance, uses 1.3 million gallons of water a day. So when the flood got high enough that we had to shut that well down for 24 hours, it got a little touchy about being able to keep our largest employer running in production on chicken and also providing water to our citizens. So I can happy to say we've completed two new vertical wells this past year, and we're started the process on a third one. Between those three vertical wells, that add another million gallons a day to our coffers. So it should get us up there overall, the whole picture, to five million gallons a day. So that even if we rest and turn off the super well, let it rest on the weekends, we still have enough water to accommodate everybody that's in town right now. Talking to Mayor Jimmy Witt here on the spotlight. If you've got questions, you can leave them in the comments section below. Uh, folks are blowing it up. They're talking about Darnell today, Mayor. And uh, as we're talking about the city, you know, we've talked about infrastructure and we've talked about moving forward, but I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention the school system. Darnell is renowned. I think yes. statewide for its excellence in academics. And I don't think that that's really talked about a lot locally, but if you look at statewide, Dardanelle traditionally has one of the better school systems in the state. We do. 
And we have for a long time. And it, it's, it, it didn't happen overnight. It was just that steadfast push to, to be better at every category. Uh, the school has done a very, very, very good job academically of uh, maintaining those high standards, having people ready to come out and go into a college degree or a, um, a Marlton or whatever they want to go into. They're prepared. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of the school. I hope we keep growing. You know, I really do. I know it's tough and it, it puts a strain on the school systems as, as we get more people in town. <clears throat> then they have to look about expanding and mm -hmm. such forth. But yeah, our schools are great. I mean, and, and if you're talking about moving into Dardanelle, as a lot of people are, as a lot of people are, um, that's one of the things that they're looking at. The other thing that I think that they're looking at is safety. There's there's concern. There's been concerns statewide in these small towns about, you know, how safe is it? Wilson Short and Dardanelle Police Department have done a great job of shoring that up. We, <clears throat> the very first thing that we attacked was our police department. They have, thanks to the city council, we have a, we have everything brand new. We gave them the tools to do their job and brought the people in that I felt like would do the job right now. Mm -hmm. And um, they've done it. Our crime, I, I can't remember the exact number the chief quoted at the first of the year, but our crime is down like 200%. It's it's in it's incredible, and we really made a push on the drugs. We we implemented new programs on business checks, mm -hmm. leaving cards in the doors or the windows to let them know we have been here. We've looked at your building. It's it's <clears throat> diligence. You just have to stay at it, tenacity with it. You you can't let up. In today's world, you you have to correct the problems and get them out of the way in order for the neighborhoods to be safe. Along with the clean, you clean it up, you clean up the, you encourage people to clean up the overgrown bushes, the mm -hmm. things where the police can see, they're having better visibility. You know, it, it just all goes hand in hand. And there was a lot of thought went into it and we implemented the plan exactly how we'd laid it out. And so right now it seems to be working and we hope to continue that path. We're talking with Mayor Jimmy Witt here on the spotlight. If you've got questions, you can leave them in the comments section below. Mayor, I want to wrap up with this. What do the folks who are maybe not as familiar with Sand Lizard Nation need to know about Dardanelle right now? It's a happening place. It's good people. The schools are good. The churches are good. The community is solid. And you'll never find a group of people that on volunteerism that is any better than we are. You, you know, a, a CNN reporter asked me during the flood about the volunteers. There were, and it was people from over here, mm -hmm. Russell, Atkins, Lamar, Clarksville, you know, all the neighbors showed up. When I talk about volunteerism, it's the whole river valley. You've got it, that we have a creek that separates us and Russell basically, yeah. but we're still all one people. Our volunteerism is so strong. And that CNN reporter asked me how I, what I contributed that to, or, or asked me how, I don't, I don't remember how he worded it, but I told him this. Our volunteers are so strong in, in this area, especially Dardanelle. If I asked them to dig a ditch from the courthouse to the river with a shovel, they would fight over who's gonna get the shovel first. Yeah. And that's who you wanna be around. 
These are the same people that are going to wave at you on the street. You don't know them. They don't know you. We had people, we had people move in this past week. We had people from California, Fayetteville, Little Rock, Jacksonville, Russellville, all come in, bought new houses or bought a place in Dardanelle, turning their water and utilities on. These are, these are just people from all walks of life. And they're just so happy to be yeah. there. And it, that makes my heart happy. We want to give, we want to, we, the city employees, we want to be number one and 100% on our customer service of how we treat people every day. And I challenge my employees, we have a department head meeting every Monday morning, and I challenge them every morning, Monday morning, I said, what we want to do today is ask yourself, how can I help make these people's lives better? There is a sense of pride that comes from Dardanelle too that I, I you know, just, I can't really put into words. I graduated from Dardanelle in, in 2005. I'll be a sand lizard forever, you know, and just, if you're thinking about moving into the River Valley, Russellville is an outstanding option. Sand Lizard Nation, it just sticks with you. It's in your blood. It does. Um, uh, speaking of Sand Lizard tradition, Yell Fest coming up this weekend. That's where I was at. Uh, a little sweaty. God-fearing, God you, know, you know, the creek don't rise. <laughs> you know, I had a, we were real worried about this last, well, yeah. last Friday. I uh, had a lot of conversation with the Corps of Engineers. They assured me that uh, we should be in good shape. They don't control the weather. They pointed that out and they're correct. I had a conversation with them again about one o'clock. They called me to say, look, these storms that are coming through, it's gonna be a heavier rain event than what we anticipated. So over the nighttime hours tonight, we will monitor that every hour to see where we're at. Um, I really, we, it, you know, the river's running at about 20 foot right now. It floods the park at 29 feet. Uh, flood stage on the river is 32. We've lost a lot of freeboard on our side during the flood. So it floods a little quicker down there than, than normal. But I really anticipate it being okay. It's gonna be a beautiful week after Wednesday. We will have a a blast at Yale Fest. And I really think it's gonna be a huge crowd. It's the first time in three years that we've been able to have yeah. a flood, uh, Yale Fest. So um, this'll be our last one on the river. So I encourage everybody to come out, eat well, ride the rides, enjoy the music, have a good time, sun's gonna shine. After that, we're gonna move it off the river and it's all gonna be out, be out at Merritt Park after this. This'll be the 30th one we've had, not 30th year because we've had some off years during right. floods, but this'll be the 30th Yale Fest we've had. Well, yours truly will be doing a little bit of emceeing out there, I think. And then, of course, coming up on Wednesday, Stacy Doctry, who is the head of the Darnell Chamber of Commerce, will be joining us here on the Spotlight to talk about all of the events coming up on Yale Fest. And then Rashad Woods joins us on Thursday. So it's kind of a kind of a Yale County week this week. It is. Mayor Witt, thank you so much for, for your time today. Thanks Very, for coming in. This is a great deal. I appreciate you asking me to be a part of it. And so thank you. We got to do it again. Anytime.